This is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. All right, we're on the line with Homicide Lieutenant Brandon Watkins with the Tulsa Police Department. And I wanted to follow up with you, sir, on this case of Cassidy Ritchie. Sadly, her body found over the weekend. I just had questions on the first the timeline on this. Can you take me through how this started when she went missing? Well, the last person that we know actually spoke to her outside of her husband would have been on Sunday. And let me see, it was Thursday that patrol officers met with the family who were reporting her missing. They brought it to our crime scene unit, which also investigates the missing persons. Once our crime scene heard about the particulars of this case, they contacted us and we agreed that this was this had a high potential of being a homicide. So on Thursday, we started putting out information, looking for her car, looking for her. And on Friday morning, uh, we saw some posts on Facebook stating that the car was out by the I Don't Care Bar and Grill out oh, seven or eight miles east of Catoosa. We have a detective that lives out that way. He went out, found it. And from there, we towed the vehicle back to Tulsa and put it into a secure area. All right. And at that point, um, I guess we just got word yesterday her body was inside that car and people automatically ask the question, how do they not know that for a few days? Can you tell me procedurally why that has to take place the way it did? Well, a homicide, a homicide search is quite a bit different than a, than a standard police search. You know, a car, an officer pulls you over and arrests you for uh, traffic. And then they search the area around your, where you were sitting. That's, that's, a fairly, it's an invasive search, but it's not quite what you're dealing with with a homicide. Whenever we have a homicide investigation, we had to, first of all, we had to get a warrant in order to get in that car. The, um, the victim was the person on the title to the car, but she was married to the suspect. And the suspect would not allow us to search the vehicle, told us no. So then we had to write a warrant. Uh, we wrote the warrant, had it signed by Saturday, and because of the nature of our searches when you're dealing with a homicide, we set up a time with our crime scene unit. Uh, you have to go through these cars looking for trace evidence, for blood evidence, for DNA evidence, so you don't want just you know anybody in there digging around looking because you contaminate the crime scene. So we have to do that, those kind of searches in a controlled environment. That being said, on Friday when we found the car, we looked inside the windows and and went as far as we were legally allowed to, and we couldn't see anything that would indicate that there was a body inside. In fact, the car also had a tow sticker from where OHP had stopped, and talking to the trooper involved there, he didn't see a body inside. And then uh, I was also told that Rogers County also dropped out there and looked and didn't see a body. Unfortunately, Cassidy's body was extremely well hidden inside the car. Was she in the back seat or in the trunk? No, she was in the um, the back of the car. I don't know what you the behind the hatch. Uh, oh, it was sure. kind of a small SUV type. Uh, in fact, to be honest, the area seems so small you would not anticipate a body being hidden inside there. You know, even after the detectives working the crime scene opened up that back hatch you still couldn't tell that there was a body hidden inside there. She had just been hidden in extremely well. Now, you mentioned that there's a suspect here. Can you tell us who that is and what you know about him? His name is Chris Moreland. He is the victim's husband of a little less than a month. They got married earlier in this month. 
And, you know, he was immediately the first suspect as soon as, you know, officers began taking the report. He had extraditable warrants out of Texas. And so he has been under arrest uh, since Thursday when officers first took the took the call. And what are the nature of her her wounds? Have we gotten to that point? Do we know what we're waiting to hear from the uh, the medical examiner's office? From what we were able to observe, the injuries were fairly extensive, but to know what she died from as really the purview of the Emmy's office, and we're waiting to hear from them. And what happens next with Mr. Moreland? Is, do you know a timeline on when he'll possibly face a charge for this? You mentioned the Texas warrants. Yeah, I mean, he's. We're, what we're waiting for right now is to figure out jurisdiction. The body was found right on the line with Rogers County and Wagner County, although we believe it's in Rogers County. But there's a question, did the crime happen in Tulsa and then transferred out to Rogers County? Uh, right now, the district attorney's office uh, and the Rogers County district attorney's office are determining who will have jurisdiction. As soon as we hear that, we will uh, present charges before judge. Has the suspect been questioned about this yet? Yes. I suppose you don't have a confession. We really aren't allowed to talk about what they say or didn't say. Uh, I mean, I yeah, that's about the best I can offer. We we got information from the from him, but we weren't particularly satisfied with the information that we were getting. And there was a post on the Tulsa Police Facebook page before the discovery of her body asking for information on a good Samaritan. What was that all about? The car had been stuck, but maybe pulled out of the ditch or something. Yes, the car had uh, the victim's car had gone off a kind of a a dead end road down into a a steep embankment and somebody would have had to have pulled that car out. And so we were trying to find the person who pulled that car out because they can help us with the timeline. So we actually think we might've figured out who that person is and detectives are headed out to talk to him right now. So it's possible this person helped your suspect and not knowing what they were doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and it's very likely that that's exactly what happened. Just a good Samaritan doing something nice for a person who's stuck and, uh, you know, obviously didn't know the what was going on inside that car. All right, Lieutenant Watkins, anything else people need to know about this case? I mean, it got a lot of public attention with the search and the couple of days that it took. The family of the victim of Cassidy has been absolutely fantastic in this. They have, uh, you know, they set up their own search for her. Uh, we stayed in touch with them throughout the weekend, and we've tried to keep them updated on stuff as soon as we've found it. You know, they've been very, very patient with us, and they've been very, very helpful with us. Um, and the public at large was fantastic. We were getting tips almost nonstop from the moment that we started putting information out to the moment, you know, we ended this phase of the investigation. So, I mean, this is really a case where the entire green country community came together and helped us out. Lieutenant Watkins, thank you so much. Yep, no problem.